0: Hello and welcome to Surviving on Broken Pieces. This is Evangelist Jay Provid bringing to you the final segment on Tamar number one. Her story is found in Genesis chapter 38 verses 6 through 30. She was driven by one overwhelming need. She sacrificed her reputation and nearly her life to achieve her goals. We call Tamar the Desperate sister. She was married to two brothers and God slayed them both. According to the tribe law, she was to be given the third brother in marriage when he became of age. However, when the third and last son became of age, her father-in-law, perhaps out of fear, would not give his last son to Tamar. Desperate and determined not to be a widow and, a chi- and childless, she laid a trap for her father-in-law. Join me as we continue in her story. After the death of his wife, Shua, Judah one day set out for Timnah to shear his sheep. Hearing the news of her father-in-law's journey, Sister Desperate decided to take desperate and dramatic actions. If Judah would not give her his youngest son in marriage, she would be a part of Judah's family by any means necessary. Shedding her widows black, she disguised herself in a veil, impersonating a prostitute, and sat down beside the road in Timna. Judas saw the prostitute and slept with her, Sister Tamar, his daughter-in-law. He had no money to pay for her services at the time, so as a pledge of future payment, he gave Sister Tamar his personal seal, and cord, along with his staff. About three months later, Judah learned that Sister Tamar was pregnant. Little did he know he was responsible for her condition. Outraged that she had prostituted herself, Judah ordered her to be burned to death. But before the sentence was carried out, Sister Desperate Tamar sent him a stunning message. I am pregnant by the man who owned these. See if you recognize whose seal and staff these are. When her father-in-law learned that he had caused her guilt, he was compelled to vindicate her and was forced to admit that she had been more righteous than him. Six months later, Tamar, the desperate sister, gave birth to twin sons. Born of that incestuous union, named Perez and Zerah, through Perez, Judah and Tamar, number one, became ancestors of Jesus. Judah had shown little concern regarding his family legacy. Instead, God used a woman, desperate, shamed by her own barrenness, and determined to overcome it, to ensure that the tribe of Judah would not only survive, but would one day bear the world's Messiah. Shocked as we are by Sister Desperate's incestuous way, her story takes us by surprise, even repulses us. Yet, stories like Sister Tamar's are what make the Bible so believable. Who else would ever invent such a story? then recorded not only in the historical narratives, but also in the lineage of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. Only the eternal God surprises, the God who takes the unfit, the desperate, and the profane and uses them to his eternal and holy purposes. Tamar number one, the desperate sister, was totally unaware of the power of God at work but God was at work nevertheless, bringing good out of tragedy and blessings out of less than honorable events. Sister Tamar's story, if we listen sisters, there is beauty in this jaw-dropping story. God's power to bring positive things from the negative, even sinful events in our lives is just as much at work now as in Tamar's day. We may not see it today or tomorrow or perhaps ever, but we can trust the God we love to do what he loves, and that's bringing blessings to us in spite of ourselves. God allowed his own son to be intimately linked with fallen human beings from which Jesus descended. Remember, that God can use everyone and everything to bring about a good result. So let us not judge others with a double standard as Judah did Tamar. Ask God to take any desperation you may have or have been feeling and replace it with hope. Calling to mind the words spoken in Joshua, the 23rd chapter, verse 14. Not one of all the good promises The Lord, your God, gave you has failed. Every promise has been fulfilling. Not one has failed. So let us put our trust in the Lord, for he knows the plans he has for us to prosper and protect us and to give us a hope and a future. God will never fail us. This has been Surviving on Broken Pieces with Evangelist Jay Probit sounding off on Tamar The Desperate Sister. Thank you for listening. God bless. Hello. Welcome to Surviving on Broken Pieces with Evangelist Jay Probit, bringing to you a segment on Sister Elizabeth. Her name means God is my oath. That is, a worshiper of God. We meet Elizabeth, who is barren and past her childbearing years. I call Elizabeth the hopeless sister until God turned things around for her. The hopeless sister, Elizabeth's story, can be found in Luke, the first chapter, verses 5 through 80. Sister Elizabeth was one of the daughters of Aaron. She came from an honored line of priests. She is the wife of a priest named Zacharias who was one of the priests chosen to minister in the temple from Sabbath to Sabbath. She is also the cousin to Mary, the mother of Jesus, the Messiah. Elizabeth, the hopeless sister, was a prominent and godly woman. The Bible says both Elizabeth and Zacharias, her husband, were righteous before God, walking in all commandments of the Lord, blameless. Elizabeth, a priestly wife, was a very religious, strong faith sister with spiritual gifts. Throughout her life, she preserved the blessed tradition of Aaron and his descendants. Yes, the hopeless sister was righteous toward God and most faithful to her husband. Yet, in her life, she experienced a world of heartbreak and disappointment, for the Bible says, and they had no child. For years, Sister Hopeless prayed with her husband as they longed for a child. Now, they were both well stricken in years and past the prospect of natural childbearing. Being in a childless state was heartbreaking, but more so for the daughter of a priest and the wife of a priest was humiliating. For in Israel, it was a dream of every woman that it might be her privilege to be the mother of the Messiah, promised to Eve, Earth's first mother. Although a hopeless sister, Elizabeth was still a privileged sister. She was favored and blessed, for this beloved wife was sold out in her love for the Lord. With a pious heart, dedicated love for God, he performed a miracle, as he did for Mary, her cousin. The Bible says... She conceived a son in her old age. This was told to her husband Zacharias as he was exercising his holy office in the sanctuary. An angelic messenger appeared and said, Thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. Although beyond the age, When the birth of a child was possible, did Zacharias and sister Elizabeth believe God was able to do the impossible? Well, the miracle happened. God blessed the hopeless sister Elizabeth and she conceived a son. Unbelievable. Her husband Zacharias, because of his unbelief, had been struck struck down as a sign that God would fulfill his word and grant him a son God restored his speech when his son John was born this famous son who came to prepare the way of the Lord John was privileged to have such godly parents to teach him the Word of God noted he was also directly nurtured by God himself sister Elizabeth was a privileged sister in another way she was the first woman to confess Jesus in the flesh when Sister Elizabeth, six months into her pregnancy, she was visited by her cousin Mary. And as soon as the virgin entered the home, the babe leaped in Elizabeth's womb, as if to welcome the one whom Mary was to bear. Both mother and child were affected by the Holy Spirit, and Elizabeth gave Mary the most honorable names of all names. She called her the Mother of My Lord. Sister Elizabeth, no longer hopeless, but favored and blessed, knew the Messiah was come, and she prayed to him and confessed him. All messianic hopes were about to be fulfilled. When Sister Elizabeth heard Mary's greetings as she entered her home, the baby leaped in her womb, and Sister Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, with a joy, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. Elizabeth not only prophesied, but she blesses the fruit of Mary's womb. By greeting Mary with honor, Sister Elizabeth overturned social expectations. Mary is an unmarried, young, pregnant sister who might expect social judgment to be ostracized by older, married kinfolks and strangers and even made to feel shame. But Sister Elizabeth reverses the social judgment. She welcomed Mary, blesses her, and celebrates her, treating her as more honorable than herself. She practiced the same kind of inclusive love that Jesus shows towards sinners. She sees the reality of God's love at work, even among those whom society rejects and excludes. Elizabeth's words and actions invite us to reflect on and be open-minded to the ways that God chose the unlikely and unexpected people in our society, even today, to fulfill his purpose and plans. Sister Elizabeth expressed it best in Luke, the first chapter, verse 45. Blessed is she who has believed that what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. This has been Surviving on Broken Pieces, with Evangelist Jay Probit, sounding off on Elizabeth, the hopeless sister. Thank you for listening, and God's grace be with you. Hello. Welcome to Surviving on Broken Pieces with Evangelist Jay Probit, bringing to you a segment on Sister Elizabeth. Her name means God is my oath. That is, a worshiper of God. When we meet Elizabeth, she is barren and past her childbearing years. I call Elizabeth the hopeless sister until God turned things around for her. The hopeless sister, Elizabeth's story, can be found in Luke, the first chapter, verses 5 through 80. Sister Elizabeth is one of the daughters of Aaron. She comes from an honored line of priests. She is the wife of a priest named Zacharias, who was one of the priests chosen to minister in the temple from Sabbath to Sabbath. She is also the cousin to Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Elizabeth, the hopeless sister, was a prominent and godly woman. The Bible says both Elizabeth and Zacharias, her husband, were righteous before God, walking in all commandments of the Lord Blameless Elizabeth, a priestly wife, was a very religious, strong faith sister with spiritual gifts throughout her life. She preserved the blessed traditions of Aaron and his descendants. Yes, the hopeless sister was righteous toward God and most faithful to her husband. Yet, in her life, she experienced a world of heartbreak and disappointment. For the Bible says, and they had no child. For years, Sister Hopeless prayed with her husband as they longed for a child. Now, they were both well-stricken in years and past the prospect of natural childbearing. Being in a childless state was heartbreaking, but more so for the daughter of a priest and the wife of a priest was humiliating. For in Israel, it was a dream of every woman that it might be her privilege to be the mother of the Messiah, promised to Eve, the first mother. Although a hopeless sister, Elizabeth was still privileged, and she was favored and blessed, for this beloved wife was sold out in her love for the Lord. With a pious heart and dedicated love for God, he performed a miracle as he did for Mary, her cousin, for the Bible says she conceived a son in her old age. This was told to her husband, Zechariah, as he was exercising his holy office in the sanctuary. An angelic messenger appeared and said, Thy prayer is heard, and thy wife, Elizabeth, shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. Although beyond the age when the birth of a child was possible, did Zechariah and Sister Elizabeth believe that God was able to do the impossible? Well, the miracle happened. God blessed the hopeless sister Elizabeth, and she conceived a son still unbelievable. Her husband Zachariah, because of his unbelief, had been struck dumb as a sign that God would fulfil his word and grant him a son. God restored his speech when his son John was born, this famous son who came to prepare the way of the Lord Jesus. John was privileged to have such godly parents to teach him the word of God. He was also directly nurtured by God himself. Sister Elizabeth was a privileged sister in another way. She was the first woman to confess Jesus in the flesh. When Sister Elizabeth With six months into her pregnancy, she was visited by her cousin, Mary, and as soon as the virgin entered the home, the babe leaped in Elizabeth's womb, as if to welcome the one whom Mary was to bear. Both mother and child were affected by the Holy Spirit, and Elizabeth gave Mary the most honorable of names. She called her the Mother of My Lord. Sister Elizabeth, no longer hopeless, but favored and blessed, knew the Messiah was come, and she prayed to him and confessed him. All messianic hopes were about to be fulfilled. When Sister Elizabeth heard Mary's greetings as she entered her home, the baby leaped in her womb, and Sister Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, filled with joy, she exclaimed, Blessed! are you among women and blessed is the child you will bear but why am i so favored that the mother of my lord should come to me as soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears the baby in my womb leaped for joy blessed is she who has believed that the lord would fulfill his promises to her elizabeth not only prophesies but she blesses the fruit of Mary's womb. By greeting Mary with honor, Sister Elizabeth overturns social expectations. Mary is an unmarried, young, pregnant sister who might expect social judgment to be ostracized by older, married kinfolks and strangers and even made to feel ashamed. But God, through Sister Elizabeth, reverses the social judgment. She welcomed Mary, blesses her, and celebrates her, treating her as more honorable than herself. She practiced the same kind of inclusive love that Jesus shows towards sinners. She sees the reality of God's love at work, even among those whom society rejects and excludes. Elizabeth's words and actions invite us to reflect on And be open minded to the ways that God chooses the unlikely and unexpected people in our society, even today, to fulfill his purpose and plans. Sister Elizabeth expressed it best in Luke, the first chapter, verse 45 Blessed is she who has believed that what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. This has been Surviving on Broken Pieces with Evangelist Jay Provitt sounding off on Elizabeth the hopeless sister thank you for listening God's grace be with you